Now back to the Dana Barrett Show here on WGST. Today, our theme uh, for the show, we don't always have a theme, but we do today, and it is words versus actions, words versus deeds. Do words matter? And who better to have on to talk about words uh, and deeds and how it all matters is uh, Allison Padilla Goodman. She is the regional director for the uh, Anti-Defamation League. How are you, Allison? I'm great, Dana. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure. I'm glad you're here. Uh, We were just talking um, before the break about the hot water Mark Zuckerberg got himself into in this interview with Recode that he just did. You know, I don't know why he chose to talk about the Holocaust as his example, but oops. Yeah. Yeah. He did walk it back. We, we're in uh, a week of walkbacks. <laughs> it's officially the, the week of uh, July, whatever it is, 17th to the 20th or whatever it is, is going to be walkback week from now on every year. Um, so his comments were about, you know, not taking groups off of Facebook who were Holocaust deniers mm-hmm. because maybe they just made a mistake. Maybe they didn't mean it. But it does really matter, right? Holocaust denial is never okay. So what what is the point in your mind of people who are denying that the Holocaust happened? What are they trying to say? I'm not sure. I think they're trying to ruffle some feathers. Okay. Um, you know, Holocaust denial is one part that we kind of associate with anti-Semitism, which is always a concern. Um, it's like this thing about... Um, and just to be clear for people who are listening, I, I was raised Jewish, so I have my own perspective on this. And, you know, we all have our own biases. I'm just putting that out there so you know where I'm coming from. Although I don't really practice. I'm not particularly religious, but I was raised Jewish. And I think, I guess, if I had to try to assume what their intent is, it's to say, well, the the Holocaust didn't happen. It was all perpetrated by the Jews to make you think that they you know, blah, 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 whatever, so they could go take over Israel or whatever, right? I mean, whatever the case may be, but it's, it's they, they did it so that we would think some other kind of way. Yeah. Jewish uh, conspiracy theories have been around, you know, since the dawn of time. They are here, they are relevant, they're in the news all the time now. Um, it is not something new. Yeah, well, I think one of the things and one of the reasons that, you know, I believe words matter, and I want to get into sort of more of what is happening in terms of anti-Semitism in our country right now, is that when you put those words out there, especially in modern times, when they can be disseminated so easily on social media, not only across the country, but across the world, is that, you know, people who don't know the actual history, who don't know the real story, who are young or impressionable or whatever the case may be, are swayed by that Mm -hmm. and are often swayed to action. And in the case, certainly, of uh, anti-Semitism, it can often be violent action against mm-hmm. Jews uh, around the world. Yeah. So I, clearly in that way, I think words matter. Absolutely. Dana, I'm so glad you said that. Um, we see anti-Semitic content shared widely on social media. And we don't know yet how often that galvanizes into action. Right. But we're seeing anti-Semitic incidents in the country rise pretty significantly. And so we don't know yet if there's a correlation or what the relationship is, but anti-Semitism is on the rise and words do matter. Yeah. Do you have statistics around that? I mean, what yeah. do the numbers look like? Okay. So we do an annual audit of anti-Semitic incidents. We've been doing it since 1979. The data from 2017 was pretty startling, so much so that we actually released it in quarterly um, moments because there was just so much to look at. Wow. Um, So in 2017, um, there's three main statistics I'm going to share with you. First, we saw a 57% increase in anti-Semitic incidents from 2016. Wow. Uh, 
the vast majority of those were in we we break it down into three categories harassment vandalism and assaults okay the vast majority were in harassment and vandalism okay not assaults okay well that's something the good news yeah right, right. um we saw particular spikes so before 2017 we saw a huge spike in 2016 and then in 2017 uh, in November of 2016 sorry and then in 2017 we saw huge spikes in February and August which kind of coincided with the bomb threats that hit um JCCs and Jewish agencies yep. in February and Charlottesville in August um this is the biggest increase we have seen in the US in a decade um and the second largest increase we've ever seen at ADL since 1979. Wow. I, I said I was going to ask you this at the beginning, and I didn't, of yeah. course. And I already know I'm going to want to go long in this interview because I'm <laughs> fascinated. But um, Allison Padilla-Goodman's hanging out with us right now. She is the regional director for the ADL. When did the ADL get started? So the ADL was founded in 1913, uh, and our mission has been the same since 1913, which is to stop the defamation of the Jewish people and secure justice and fair treatment for all. We fight bias and bigotry of all kinds, and we do it through three main buckets. Um, we work in education, in schools, mostly K-12 across the country, but also on college campuses, no place for hate. If you have a kid at an APS school or probably most schools in Georgia, you will have seen no place for hate through your children. Um, we also work with law enforcement very closely and monitor and track extremism. And then we also do a lot of civil rights advocacy in the courts, in, in the capitals and the courts. So when you have uh, leadership in the country that is wishy-washy on their views uh, about some of these things and that is open to, and I'm not just talking about anti-Semitism, but to, you know, some of this kind of stuff across the board, you know, aligning with or listening to, you know, somebody who was KKK related or mm -hmm. um, allowing themselves to be, you know, have meetings with the alt-right or whatever else it is. How does that impact? You know, you're teaching kids one thing and then their parents are maybe coming home and saying something different because they're seeing these kinds of things on television. Is that having an impact, do you think? Absolutely. It's hard for us to pinpoint the exact cause of the of course. the increase in anti-Semitism, but we kind of think of it as part of the kind of divisive national discourse we're seeing nationwide. When we have national and significant leadership that does not stand up for the right thing, um, people in general are more concerned about anti-Semitism nowadays. And so we think that's also increasing our reporting. Right. Um, and we're just seeing hate groups emboldened um, online, on the streets, um, we're just seeing a lot more activity from extremists in general. Right. Need I remind everyone that there are, quote, good people on both sides <clears throat> or not. Um, look, yeah. <laughs> we do we have I want to uh, before I let you go, I want to bring it back to the state of Georgia for a sure. moment. Do we have in particular hate crime laws here to protect Jews mm. from this kind of stuff? Great question. Uh, we do not. Georgia is one of five, five states in this country that does not have a hate crime statute. Wow. Um Remember, Leo Frank was lynched here yep. in 1913. Like, this is home of a place. This is the home of the civil rights movement. This is a place where hate crimes matter and should have a law. Um, we have a coalition called Hate Free Georgia. We work with 30 other organizations from both sides of the aisle representing a variety of affinity groups, really trying to get a hate crime statute in Georgia and trying to get some traction here. Um, we're doing um, 
training for law enforcement, training for community groups so people know how to report these things and why they matter. Because uh, hate crimes impact more than just the individual. They impact the entire community. And and especially in 2018 in Georgia, like this is a time when we need a hate crime statute. So was has legislation been introduced and not passed? Is that what's happening? Mm-hmm. We had um, a bill. Int- we had actually there were four bills this legislative session that were introduced and did not pass. Uh, one g- passed through committee and didn't move beyond that. So maybe when we're thinking about who we want to vote for and some of these upcoming state elections, those are questions that need to be asked. You know, if you show up to a town hall or something like that, maybe you raise your hand and say, you know, hey, state legislator to be, hey, lieutenant governor or governor to be, will you pass a hate crime law? Absolutely. And I think a really important point about hate crimes that some people... uh, don't consider when they're when they're thinking about these things is hate crimes protect everyone. Correct. So while Jews are the most frequently targeted group for religious bias motivated crimes, everyone is targeted. There are hate crimes against Christian white straight men. Yeah, um, sure. And those actual categories sometimes represent a large portion of hate crimes. Hate crime statutes are not about you know, outlawing free speech or about giving preferential treatment to anyone. They are about protection for all. Okay. Um, I think it's, it seems like a good idea. I'm not quite sure why it's not getting anywhere. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's politics for you, I guess. And and thank goodness we have the ADL and other groups like the ADL that are still uh, working on these things. It's so sad. It's hard to imagine that in 1913, when this all began, that, that it would still be going on over 100 years later. Mm-hmm. I feel like that seems like at the time, it probably like, oh, we could solve this in 50 years. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Humanity keeps on turning. (laughs) Gotta love it. Look, Allison, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us. And if you want to learn more about the ADL, we'll post a link to uh, everything about the ADL and and the efforts here in Georgia on our show notes page at DanaBarrett.com. Don't go anywhere. We've got some local headlines for you to wrap up the day. More Dana Barrett show coming up on Talk Radio 640 WGST.